What's up, guys? Welcome to Fresh Fit Podcast. We're here with Jabrizi. And today, guys, we're going to talk about how to make money on social media. Let's get into it, man. What's up, guys? Welcome to the show, man. Um, guys, give us some ones in the chat if this audio is good. We apologize for the delay, but I was like in the back going crazy, like with the sounds and everything like that. So uh, making sure everything is good. But let's hit some of these super chats first. Uh, All right. Okay, because we got to always shout out the supporters. I believe this first super chat. I was trying to bring up the, the past. Yeah, one. it's the first one. Um, we got Roland Colt, uh, Colthurst with the $20 super chat. Peace to the Saints. I appreciate that, bro. Peace Thank you for Saints. that. And then we got uh, Cal L, uh, $10. Jabrizi, thank you for being on the show. The magic trick yesterday was lit. The Madrid ladies loved it. Looking forward to learning on Monday. Uh, Money Mondays, I think is what he means. And shout out to producer Chris, hashtag MVP Chris. There you go. Thank you so much, guys. Yes, Chris's job back there is definitely good. Audio is A1. Yeah, baby. Bro. Yo, I was stressing like Michael Jackson, their playground, bro. I was in the back. Sweating, working on that thing for like three plus hours earlier today, guys. Like, cause I got like a a pretty good mixer, but it's like very difficult to use. It's like you know, it's it's basically like producer grade. And uh, yeah, dude, I had to calibrate the sounds, make sure everything was good. Cause last night we had a late night show, and me and Fresh's mic sounded horrible, and I was pissed. Yeah. So like, I spent all day fixing it. So that's the delay. And then on top of that, some dude was like fighting with the cops in the lobby of our building, bro. Yo, so uh, that, that messed everything up as well, man. So like, we were stuck. Trying to get on the elevator. That took us like 20 minutes to get up. So, uh, guys, thank you for bearing with us. We really appreciate it. Yep. But we're going to make sure we get you guys some value. And we got a late night show planned tonight yep. with some lovely ladies. So we will make up for the <laughs> for being late, man. But, uh, yeah, man. dude, I'm happy. We got Jabrizi in the house, man, who at this point is like a part of the fam. Yo, how you doing, man? Welcome to the show. I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. That, yeah. that uh, elevator thing <laughs> was uh I, I didn't want to come out the elevator. I wanted to stay in, but they <laughs> yeah. insisted that we had to come out. I was like, oh, man. No, yeah. Ass is crazy, guy. There was he a was dude, crazy. like, strapped to a bed, guys. Like, but, he was fighting with the cops, and they strapped him to the bed, and then, yeah. like, they were all going crazy, and he was screaming at them, like, oh, F you, bad guys. Ba-da-da. And it was like, the firefighter was like, yo, you guys got to get out. I was like, bro, we've been waiting for this elevator for, like, 20 minutes. And- By the way, Chris has the whole video on tape. So it's on his story, I think. Yeah, so, we'll put it on our Instagram crazy. story so you guys know that we're not capping, man. Holy but crap. um, quick announcements. Uh, guys, DMs on Demand is live. Live. Okay. Uh, DMs on Demand system.com. Um, it's up, guys. Go ahead and get in there and roll. As we said before, the first five days, if you get in, you're going to get it at the special price of $697, $100 off. You're going to get five Zoom calls live where you'll be able to attend. That will be recorded, and you'll get added to a Telegram chat. On top of that, uh, you'll save the money. But if you don't take action, it's fine. The course will stay open, but it's going to be 797 You won't have access to the Zoom calls. So that will kind of suck for you guys. But yep. uh, with that said, man, I'll turn it over to Fresh, man. Uh, yeah. So, fellas, real quick, before we even start the show, on Wednesday, we're going to have one of the baddest chicks in Miami on the show. 
Just want to put it out there. Anyway, oh, okay. Um, so question for Jabrizi. So in this case, right, bro? Well, for the people that don't know, some people might not know who Jabrizi is, man. Jabrizi, can you introduce yourself? Yeah. To yes. the people? Yeah. Uh, for Since I was 12 years old, I'm 25 now, mm-hmm. I've been online and somehow, someway, I've stayed extremely relevant through the changes of uh, YouTube, Facebook, social Instagram, media. and social media. I'm originally a magician, and then I moved on and branched on to make a production company where we just make a bunch of viral videos. Mm. Yeah. And as far as I know, you're one of the best known, uh, I would say, African-American uh, magicians <laughs> that I know, at least. Yeah, so. you look left and right. Where are you going to find one? <laughs> I, I see some popping up. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of, they got a big shoe to fill, so they got to come with the come with the swag and come with the, the magic a little harder, but... That's going to be hard to re-replicate. I don't know. It's only one Jabrizi. Yeah. Well, I will say one thing, man. You got a monopoly, man. Yeah. <laughs> From your um, longevity and your uh, being relevant all the time, it comes, to, it comes up to like personal branding. So could you tell everyone like, what is personal branding and how to get it done properly? Yeah. So personal branding, mm-hmm. there's branding in the sense that you're like making a, a brand in which you... Uh, at some point in time, want to sustain yourself from. Yeah. And then there's personal branding, where it's a person, an individual, where they're branding themselves. And that's what the route I took, where you're using yourself as the brand. Um, with that, you have to really ask yourself, what industry do you want to go into? And then also, what do you see in that industry that's not being done? Take, for instance, when I got into magic, yep. there's no black magicians really that you see. So that was number one. Number two, around the time like YouTube popped up, well, every magician wanted a TV show. But then YouTube gave you the platform to make their own. Mm-hmm. So I've seen little to no magicians actually making any shows or any content for the platform in which gave you the power instead of going to these corporations. So I started making content there. Um, so that's like a, a, a thing that I spotted within that whole parallel of where things were shifting and where they're moving. And then there's something called the first footer advantage. The first footer advantage, I believe, in business, mm-hmm. where if you're the first person to move somewhere, you have the advantage just off the bat. So I believe I had the first footer advantage when it came to street magic. Then I also had the monopoly on top of being the only black magician really around that people can kind of like look at and say, that guy identify with. Right. Now, even if you're not black and you like me, right, you might just identify with the things that I like. Maybe you like the same music. Maybe you like uh, you like the women. You like yeah, the yeah, hip-hop yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was the thing that people identified with. Uh, now, moving on to that. Uh, with the personal branding, one thing's for sure, you have to have some type of message. So who you're relating with and who you're talking to is one thing, but also having that undertone message. The thing that I went around saying a lot uh, every time I was on TV and even in my videos, I would say, hey, guys, what's up? It's Jabrizi giving magic the swag that it's never had. Mm. Having some type of, uh, I don't know if it's called moniker Ma- or moto. Mantra. mantra some yeah. type of mantra yeah. that people can kind of really recognize you through. Yes, yeah, a catchphrase. Yeah. Kind of like this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that right there. Yeah. Hey, I, I can't. I have a Tesla, and every time I honk the horn, mm-hmm. right, it's like a DJ horn. Da, 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 da. I think about this show every single time I hey, honk that horn. Hey, bro. Can, nice. you just, can you just fart? Yeah, I can fart too. I, yeah. Yo, I was at. Okay, so get this right. I was downtown in um in Brickle, right? I was with this chick. I was walking. All I heard was. <laughs> I'm like, what the? What, what was that? That wasn't me. She's like, did you fart? I'm like, nah, not this time. Uh-huh, not and this then, time. I saw a Tesla. I was like, the guy was like laughing. I was like, oh, it's his car. Yeah. That's a good prank, bro. That's a good prank to do. Hey, bro, I be trolling people with my car all the time, man. Damn. Um, So so I think that's really important. So like with the street magic, like, because there's not many people that do it. Obviously, I I think David Blaine 
was one of the, like first guys to do it like way back in the mm-hmm. day. Yeah. So did you like, I guess, did you like try to emulate a little bit of some things from him and then make your own or well, cause I mean, street magic is something that like not many magicians do. Yeah. Uh, but like mm-hmm. David Blaine got famous for like doing it back in the two thousands. I remember like in the hood, mm-hmm. he'd go in and like do magic with some, you know, people like, Oh, who are you, bro? You in the rock spot. And he'd do a magic. Like, oh, damn son. And then he'd instantly get like credibility and they would love him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did you do something similar to that on your come up or? Yeah. I was already in the hood. Okay, that was the funny yeah, part. Yeah. So I was like, uh, uh, this is nothing new to me. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, I'm doing this in the hood already as a kid. Uh, so with with Blaine, yeah, I did try to emulate him uh-huh, yep. when I was a kid. That only worked for so long mm. because it's a thing like when you're not like it's not me. Like who Blaine is and who I am, the character he portrays and the character I'm pretty much all the time, mm-hmm. they're not the same. Gotcha. At all. So what I really won was being this energetic, hyper, uh braggadocious loudmouth guy uh-huh. online, right? And I was like, well, that's really who I am, like on the inside at the end of the day, you know. So I let that uh radiate. Now, in terms of like going to the hood, you know, magic has a great thing where it can connect with people um who tend to be, I want to say, when it comes to class, you know, race and all that, it connects people. Right. Connects people For really, sure, really yeah. Well. And when it comes to like uh doing it in the hood, I don't know what it is, but like hood dudes will press you Number one, why you there? Yeah. Right. Thanks. Yeah. You know, they're gonna really press you. Hey, cause... you lost, bro. You lost. <laughs> oh, shut up. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're gonna really press you. Yeah. Um the the great thing with magic though is that when people see it, like it's a it's a like you said, it's a neutral respect of course for what's going on. Of course. So like and they actually want to bring their families out and actually then you become to be protected. Yeah. So like yep. in Chicago, if I go to certain places, it's like, yeah, don't mess with him. That's the magic guy. Yeah. Right. So yep. I've earned that much respect mm-hmm. from the people of Chicago because they're like, yo, they, you and know, that's home for you. Yes, that's home yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, okay. no, that's awesome. Uh so I'll say this. Um this is a very like uh well, I guess. This is a very important question because a lot of people make mistakes with doing this. How do you use social media to make money correctly? Okay. Here we go. Break this down, guys. Class is in session. This is going. All right. It's going to be juicy. Let me pull out my notes. (laughs) So, uh, number one, when it comes to making money online or on social media, number one, you have to find a niche. So, there's so many niches out there. Um, You can. (laughs) (laughs) That's facts. No, that's 100%, man. and usually what you do is you try to go for the niche that's not being fulfilled. That's the best thing to do. Go for a niche that takes a, how can I say it? There's a barrier of entry, right? So take, for instance, like in my case, magic, you have to like learn a lot of tricks in order to even get there. You can't just do this overnight. Yeah. It's something like you actually got to work your way to. Yeah. Um, take, for instance, something like you guys are doing a podcast. Like anyone can do a podcast, but Thanks. it depends on like things like the things that you guys are doing, like getting guests like me or the ones that you had previously before, right? right? That's like that's a barrier of entry. Like not everyone can do that. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, it's going to take some capital. It's going to take some connections. So like you're already eliminating a lot of competition that's competing with you because the resourcing. Right. Um, and then also subject matter, too, for you guys. Like it's not too many people willing to talk about what you guys are talking about at all to the extent that you guys are talking about it. Um, and then uh, now if we get into the like making money part. Number one. You have to have a brand that's been hey. around for probably about a year. I'm going to say a solid year 
after the first solid year, you start to see some money come in. Right. People think that when you're growing a brand, you're going to just make a bunch of money overnight. Yeah. Very false. That's not how it happens. Yeah. People have to build familiarity with you. Then once they do that, they start to grow up with you. So you have to continue to keep doing this. Because I, I met fans who have been watching me since they were in high school or they were in middle school. Damn. Right? I met on the street. And it's like crazy because like some like one dude on like a backpack company for headphones and all this. And he was like, so he gave me like the headphones took me for like a ride and everything. It's like, yo, I watched you all the time when I was a kid. Yeah. I was like, yo, I was a kid. And like, that you really know they're about it when they reference something that is so obscure that only you, you an, a long time viewer would, you know, do like someone yeah. like made a comment, like I've been watching Myron since he was using a whiteboard. I was like, Oh damn. Okay. Yeah. So they went way back into fitness stuff. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I think that's, that's, that's a great point that you made. Yeah. Yeah. Now I I will uh, let people know. Um, stay away from the people who uh, say how to make money online. Uh, what you will see a lot is people saying how to make money online, mm -hmm. which is probably the most quickest and profitable uh, market mm -hmm. to go for because it's, it's just appealing to people's desires. But when you're making something of substance, right, mm -hmm. it's going to take a while because you have to gather the uh, the allegiance there. Mm -hmm. Then once you do that, you want to go ahead and assemble a team, right? Yeah. So let's mm -hmm. say finance is kicking up and everything. You want to at least try to build you a team of, uh, I heard someone say you're not really a business until you have like um, uh, four or more employees. Okay. Like that's what somebody said. And then also you're not really a business until you have marketing capital. So right. money to go ahead and market with, mm -hmm. whether that be like you putting stuff up on ads yeah. or uh, some type of campaigns you guys are and running that's where a lot of money goes people don't understand like uh, yeah if advertising is like a big part of most people's like budgets for their business yeah marketing yeah. is key we don't market in like no one knows who you are for example we all say as well like you could be the best plumber or doctor in the world if no one knows who you are it doesn't really matter that's true that yeah. is so true yeah um and then i would also have this on top creativity and I'm going to say this because my father really punctuated this on me when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. So my dad would say, uh, son, you're using these like computers at the Boys and Girls Club. You need to like be on them to learn some things that are actually valuable to you. Mm -hmm. Right. And not just to play games. And every other kid would be playing games. But I'd be on there trying to like learn something new, you know, to like experiment with maybe a magic trick, a science thing or something like that. Didn't know it would like end up rolling into this. If you talk to my father, my dad be like, I thought it was a phase, but he turned this into a full blown business, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll say creativity goes a lot longer, a lot further than probably any other uh, genre uh, or in any genre. Period. So if you're a creative individual and you can just just irradiate like creativity, you're really winning. Uh, and that creativity you have, uh, be greedy with it. Be greedy with it, but also be gracious um, at the same time. I think when you can't give what you don't have, gotcha. right? And I also want to clarify, because you mentioned like, you know, be careful of people that are trying to teach you how to make money online. Guys, what Jabriz is teaching you is how to build a brand mm -hmm. so that you can make money online from your brand versus trying to teach people how to make money online. See the difference, guys? So that's mm -hmm. what he's, that's what he's saying. You want to, you want to be able to build a brand. So people want to pay you for some kind of service where you fix a problem. Not necessarily you trying to get out there and say, let me teach you guys how to make money online. No, 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 no. I mean, that could be your brand, but you should be providing some kind of content that solves a problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and that's so really I want to clarify that for people out here that are thinking like, oh, well, aren't you teaching people how to make money online? No, no, no. He teaches you how to build your brand so that you can solve a problem. If it happens to be that you teach people how to make money online, that's solving a problem. But the bigger, more important foundational basis here, guys, is you're building a brand that you market a service that solves a problem.
So, that is that that's it right there on the head. See, a lot of people they don't like to say, like, I'm chasing the bag, but I'm like, no, chase solutions. Mm-hmm. Chase solutions. Because yes, there's a lot there of you go. Bam. solutions are where you're gonna win. Like everything is a there's a lot of good problem finders, yeah. Very few good problem solvers in life, mm-hmm. right? And those who solve problems become rich. I heard a person say you only get paid to the proportion of problems you solve in life, mm-hmm. right? So the bigger the problem, the more money you can make from it when you're the one solving it. Right. So like we all know the guy who solves how to get to the first meteoroid and mine off of that and bring it back here is about to become a trillionaire. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, we already know the guy who solves cancer. It's going to be like a trillionaire. Like, yeah. This big problems just haven't been solved. Yeah. And it, it always makes me wonder, like, what is humanity's like mindset for the most part? Is it predominantly negative? You know, where they just only care to see the problem. I can't look a problem in the face every day and not want to solve it. Yeah. Right. Um, now, moving on to uh, the, the money making aspect. Right. Mm-hmm. From there, I, I always tell people, like, just get one good product. Right. Okay. One good product. And also on all these social media platforms, Snapchat's monetizable. Facebook's monetizable. YouTube's monetizable. And even Instagram is becoming monetizable. All and TikTok, them... too. I didn't know TikTok was. Oh, yeah. yeah TikTok's on. It that, sucks, uh, though. Of course. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, of course, <laughs> we ain't going to make money off that because we're like flagged on yeah. at this point. You see what I'm saying? But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it sucks. <laughs> oh, man. But it ain't even that much money, though. Let me yeah, let y'all know. Like, okay, it ain't. Okay. No, no. TikTok, TikTok is great for brand awareness. Ah. So you want to create some great brand awareness? Go on TikTok. And actually don't apply for the uh, partnership on there to make money because what they'll do is they'll threshold your views. I believe what's happening is when people apply for that partnership, they put them in a different stream yeah. of uh, uh, viewers, yeah. right? And they only put a billion dollars into the uh, the escrow for paying people. So you only put a billion dollars, a billion people downloaded that app. That's a dollar per person. Yeah. So you ain't about to make that much money if everybody in name. Bro, that's a huge game it. drop right there. <laughs> so basically, if you apply for the partnership program and get approved under TikTok, they're gonna stunt that that organic growth. That TikTok is actually the real reason why the big reason why so many people push to TikTok is because it's the few it's like the last social media app that actually gives you like you know legit growth. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. like I feel like Instagram hard to grow unless you're running crazy ads. Facebook hard to grow unless you're running crazy ads. All these like vetted social media platforms now it's like the algorithms are almost against you youtube very tough especially since you know you know the the beer bug occurred everyone started making a channel they're like okay well since it's becoming more saturated more competitive mm-hmm. production quality has got to go up and then on top of that the algorithm isn't as favorable to people so it's like i feel like tiktok is like the last frontier for people to get organic growth mm-hmm. but that's a good point there that if you join the partnership they're going to stunt your growth to some degree, I guess. Yeah, because yeah, they can't give everybody all that money. They, yeah. they got to make it seem yep. like they're dishing it out evenly. Yeah. You're for better off that means. having your platform on TikTok, just giving free value, and then putting your links in your bio saying, mm-hmm. hey, guys, go buy my product or service. That's where you can make money for yourself using your personal products. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's really where you win. And I also want to throw this in here, too. Um, TikTok is great for brand awareness. Uh, Instagram. Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and I think even Snapchat to a degree, uh, all these apps are more coming, like becoming centered around like how much time is someone spending on your page? Yep. So if someone's spending a lot of time on your page, you're winning, Yeah. right? What I like to go ahead and give people the introduction of is how to trigger people to watch your content longer because video is king online. Yes. A lot of people like to post, like you see these girls on Instagram posting pictures or these muscle guys and they're, they're like, they're posting these pictures and stuff online. 
and uh it doesn't do much for you but if you're a person who posts this video valuable go. video you win also let me say Facts. this too um the way the video is configured you ever wonder why like if we post this video here the way it is like landscape wise mm -hmm. um it doesn't perform well on an instagram mm. you ever wonder why why the format doesn't doesn't fit the uh, platform it's the real estate the digital real estate of the the app right so take for instance like you use your phone your phone is like it looks uh point it to this camera oh, right here yep. yeah it's 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 flat right yeah so think about like that video it's centered just like this mm -hmm. it's not taking up that much real estate of your phone so when you scroll past it doesn't catch that much of your eye but if you made it square four by five or um i think it's 16 by nine that's like the opposite like you turn this whole video sideways mm -hmm. then it takes up more real estate so therefore if it takes more real estate up then when a person scrolls like the whole screen was completely filled up by that video as much as it possibly could be. Mm -hmm. And then therefore people will actually start to, their eyes will gravitate towards it. Any app that's making you hold it like this, right? Hold it like parallel, vertically. Um, you'll get more viewers to stop. And a lot of people don't know that one little thing. I mean, it'll drastically pick up the reach and engagement with your videos by doing that one little thing. But a lot of people don't know that. Then when it comes to uh, be like adding the text on top and the text on the bottom, you see when people used to do that. Yeah. That's not worth it. It's not worth it to do. Um, people should really uh, more so focus on, um, how can I put it? Lord, this is, this is. Uh, Catching somebody's eyes off the bat, like uh, thumbnails for YouTube. Catching somebody's eye off the bat. Yeah, mm -hmm. they, they should really focus on that. I want to introduce people to the 25 cognitive biases. Um, okay. I don't know if you guys ever heard of this before, but Warren Buffett actually has, uh, he, he wrote something called the 25 cognitive biases. And this is essentially what gets people to um, uh, do something for you in terms of buying a product. Okay. If seven or more of these are activated, it'll create what's called the Lala Palooza effect. Not seven, several, my okay. bad. Several more of these are activated. It'll create what's called the Lala Palooza effect. Okay. So I'll give you guys like a couple, like the like bias, right? There's this naturally some things as humans we like. Uh -huh. We like dogs, like babies, we like old people, grandmothers. Yeah. Like you can't really find too many people that don't, don't like, like these things. Yeah. Right. So now if you incorporate some of these things into your videos, like just off the bat, when you think in your head, what are some things that people just naturally like? And you use these in your videos and swing them in that, that category, what you're going to, what's going to happen is you're going to see people be more engaged. Mm. Right. So I don't know if there's some type of topic or subject matter that you can use a dog puppy or baby for mm -hmm. in person right but when people see them they're going to have a natural infinity to like love that thing and they're going to associate that with your brand right and now you got them uh now we move on to something like the um like my like my dog hero like your dog hero yeah are you just telling me like when the girls see him they come up and they just want to uh, like that like that's that's the like bias right they just yeah. naturally like dogs that's a good point they associate that positive emotion of of hanging out with seeing the dog and petting it with with fresh yes that makes sense yeah okay yeah and then on top of that the uh, reward and punishment bias right um so the reward bias is essentially when a person does exactly what you tell them to do yeah you should give them a reward mm -hmm. and then um i believe there's also the punishment um bias where uh something should be taken away mm -hmm. i believe that's in there then there's also the urgency bias like mm -hmm. where you know it's like oh limited time something's gonna go away if you don't do what i say you can incorporate this into videos and not have to make it a salesy thing yeah. right it's just like uh hey look um this video is not going to stay up for long right uh and it's genuinely just not going to stay up for long or 
uh, person comes in and, hey, I don't have much time, but here you go. I got 10 minutes to tell you guys about how to make money online on social media, okay? So I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys this, and I'm about to head out. Like, just the fact that you hear something like that, yeah. you want it like, you're like, okay, let me listen because yeah, I got to give this my 10 minutes, yeah. Yeah. right? My 10 minutes. Um, there's 25 of them, and I, I, out of all of them, let me look at this list real quick because one is really, ah, the curiosity bias. Yeah. Ah, all right. The curiosity bias and content fairness. So curiosity killed the cat, it right? Is. I always suggest that when people do videos, any type of video, you should always begin speaking very vaguely about the entire video. Speak very vaguely. Don't okay. be specific. The issue with humans is when they start hearing specifics, they think they got it and then they bounce. Mm. So if you ever take a look at like a lot of my viral videos, what you'll notice is if I'm ever speaking, you never know where it's going. You never know where, even when it's a magic trick, uh -huh. you ever know, like, yo, you never know where anything's going. It's like a buildup, like, for example. What's up, guys? Myron Gaines here, one half of the Fresh Fit Podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, guys, Anchor is totally free. You don't need to spend your own money. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'll be watching it. I'll be like, yo, what's happening here? Like, things mm -hmm. are going on in the back. You're not speaking. I'm like, yo, what's he gonna about to do? So it has that's just, that build a suspense. Mm -hmm. So I'm waiting like, okay, what's going to happen next? Wait, is he even going to start? What's going on in the back? Yeah. You're right. That build up makes me want to watch longer. Exactly. Mm. People need to create that with their brand and also create that with their products. Uh, if you're going to sell a product or if you're going to sell a brand or if you're going to make videos like this, you need to be very vague. Keep people on the keep them on life support. Right. Just until you give them like that extra jolt to come back alive. That's how it should feel. It should feel very suspenseful. Everything you do, like take, for instance, like uh, let's say you guys are questioning one of the people here in the seat. Right. One thing that you could do is you could ask a buildup of questions. And people are wondering, okay, where, why do all these like, questions connect? Because you have a big, grand conclusion you want to get to, right? That's going to be a powerful clip if that ever gets out, something like that. That's why we ask them, what do you want in a guy? How tall? How much money? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then they're like, and then they basically- Press right to the point. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> then, swallow. And then, and, then, uh, and then it's beautiful because at the end, we're like, okay, uh, how many, what percentage of guys do you think actually exist that meet all these requirements? Oh, like 50%, it's 25%, 30%. We're like, actually, no, these, this guy that you mentioned is like in the top 3% of men. You're like, oh, no wonder I'm single. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, what did you think? Stupid. <laughs> anyway, uh, we had to, got some super chats. Uh, Daniel Regagna, $2. Just got to show support. Hashtag pressure fit. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, brother. Uh, Elijah um, Morton. Two minutes into joining and he's dropping gems. Makes a lot of sense. Got to watch your videos where you interview traders as well. Absolutely, man. Guys, we're not just about womanizing here. We're also about like making money, becoming successful because at yep. the end of the day, that does help you become a better that womanizer. Into that role. You know what I'm saying? So money money Mondays is very important. Obviously, we don't get as many views because it's like everyone <laughs> wants to see t chicks, but yeah. it is what it is. Don't worry, tonight, tonight you will. Yeah, don't, tonight you, you guys will. will see some ladies. Uh, we got James uh, Urasafe, uh, $49.99. Thank you so much. So much value here. Love to see Three young black men like myself being out there, being about their business, especially my fellow Nigerian brothers like Fresh. Oh, oh you funny. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you funny, man. Yeah, man. That's hilarious. Uh, on demand. Uh, it's, it's open. Uh, it's closed. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's open, Zomboy. Go ahead and get Zomboy. in there. We it's, have uh, yeah, go ahead. over, at this point, 200 people. 
that that are in there. So guys, definitely get in there. There's a big community in there as well. And trust me when I say all the girls you see on the podcast come from Instagram, and also a lot of guests come from Instagram. How did I meet you? I DM'd you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, Instagram is the best place place to network and meet people online. Think As a matter of fact, talking yeah. about networking, Chris, yeah. can we play that uh, little networking thing right there? Uh, as far as, uh, yeah, that one with the, no, to the left, yep. Let's just show oh, yeah. the people quick, how yeah. important you need to network. There you go. What's up, guys? So, uh, link, yeah, man. The link is in the chat as well. DMsOnDemandSystem.com. So yeah, guys. Check it out, guys. Yeah, man. So that that basically, guys, a lot of the guests that you see here, guys, we met them through networking on uh, Instagram. But let's get back to it. So, uh, Jabrizi, what was the the next thing that you wanted to cover? It was uh, content fairness. Yeah. Okay. On this like twenty five cognitive bias thing. Yep. Now, here's the thing. Uh, we do things sometimes, hoping that other people will do the same thing, right? Did you know that you can actually use that to your advantage? Mm. Yeah. 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 You really can. You really can. Um, let me get an example. Um, I would say in business settings, right? Simply like paying for someone's food will incentivize them the next time that you see them to pay for your food. Yes. Right? <laughs> Won't it? Like, and it builds a level of trust. Like, you can tell a person will do something for you if you do it for them. Right? Now, I can't really figure a way to use it for the online world. But now when you're dealing with people in a business manner, uh, doing the smallest thing goes a far way yeah right and i always try to keep in mind like okay you know who's a person that's been really good to me and a person really good business-wise that i should i need to do something for mm-hmm. you know what i mean that hopefully they can see and they can reciprocate it. and if they're reciprocating it that means that you're building some really great trust there yep. off the bat that's a great building block and a really great foundation to start at a lot of people are skipping this up and then the last thing i would like to say is incentive right uh warren buffett has a quote where he says every year I underestimate the power of incentive, right? Rewarding a person. He underestimates. Warren Buffett, one of the richest guys in the world, is underestimating this one thing. So the more that you give out, the more that you're giving, boom, boom, bam, right? It's crazy because that actually puts you at a great advantage over all your opponents because some people treat it with a very uh, lack of abundance mentality. Greedy. Uh, Greedy. Very greedy mentality. So if you have a bunch of soldiers and empo- like employees or something like that, or if you're a person who's starting from zero, right? Like saying, you know what? I'm going to give the best game I possibly can, even though we're not making any money. I'm going to give the best content I possibly can online so that people can genuinely build some trust with me. And hopefully this goes somewhere. 
So the power of incentive. Um, now you should have some things as secrets. Yeah, right. Of course, yeah. You should have some things as secrets, but off the bat, if you're starting, just give it all. Just give it all. Yeah. Just give it all. Yep. Give it all. Okay. It's like that book uh, from Gary Vaynerchuk. Jab, jab, jab. Uh, right hook, right. Right hook. Yeah. Where, where you're giving a lot of value, and then what happens is eventually, then you go for the jab. So, like for example, when we, when we first started, all we do we would come on, we would do like live streams from our bedroom, like mm-hmm. back and forth, saying, "Hey, you know what? Hey guys, here's how you talk to girls. Here's how you do how you do cold approach. Here's how you do social media." And we give a lot of value because we speak it from facts, and that's what we're doing at, at the moment. Mm-hmm. We, not only are we doing that, we're doing it in a competitive marketplace here in Miami, Florida. Yeah. Where let's keep it real, guys. A lot of your favorite coaches. Are they out here in Miami, Florida, dealing with like some of the hottest chicks game in them? Yes. No, Mm-mm. they're in Colombia. Yep. They're in like the middle of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? They're in third world countries, like teaching you guys try- how to get girls. It's like, nah, bro. You at that third world game ain't gonna work. Yeah, you know. Well, no, here's the job though. Now they're seeing the receipts of the girls on the show, and these mm. girls that we actually mess with, like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, so that in itself is the job. So now they're saying, you know what, Dan, this is this is value here. That's extra value. Mm-hmm. We need to donate and add this, this show because it's an amazing show. And we learn the truth in the show as well. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, That's what it's about, yeah. guys. You know, we try to get, and like I said, it's it's all, and here's the other thing too. A lot of people take that money and don't reinvest it back in. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, and it, it, I ain't going to say no names, but me and Fresh have already noticed this. Like uh, some of our competitors, they make that money and they basically just run and uh, do a bunch of things with it. And they don't necessarily invest it back into the business, which is going to cause issues because if you don't reinvest it back into the business and make the, make the experience better for the viewer or the person that's consuming your content, well, mm-hmm. you're going to get stagnant and you're going to get stale. And then when you get stagnant and stale, growth stops. When growth stops, then people are going to get sick and tired of your message because you're not innovating. You're not doing anything different. A big part of innovating is upgrading the experience that you provide to your people. There's yeah. a reason why, you know, I uh, make sure that we invest in better equipment, better cameras, uh, use it, it, pushing the barrier as far as like how far we can go. Mm-hmm. And all of this is literally it's critical to retaining audience, watch time, retention, uh, attracting new people into our stuff. Yeah. So, but you only can do that by number one, offering value. Yep. Getting compensated for it, taking that compensation, investing it right back into to provide even more value and continue building that pyramid up. A lot of people mm-hmm. get the compensation, hold on to it, and just keep doing what they're doing. That's cool. You make a lot of money doing that, but be prepared to like jump and do something else because you're not going to be able to continue to use this platform to uh, to grow because you're not innovating and changing things up. Yeah. Also, on that as well. So, sometimes, right, you'll see somebody online, and they blow up all of a sudden. Like, oh my god, it blew up! Like, how they blow up so fast? Like, that's crazy! Like, it was their overnight success. But they were giving so much value at the beginning for years, mm-hmm. for months, and nobody saw it until that one time where that giving turned into, you know what? Damn, they gave the right amount of value to the right amount of people, and they reshared it, and they blew up. Perfect example: Kevin Samuels. Oh yeah, so yeah. He, he was doing YouTube for a while, right? Mm-hmm. What do you do? Give, 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 give until one video went viral. Yep. And that was it. Yep. So that technique, uh, you say with this, very powerful. And if your content's good, someone's going to discover you. Go Definitely. ahead, Breezy. Sorry. Yeah. I would always, I, w- I would say this too. There's to a degree a secret formula to almost everything. And if you can spot the patterns, you'll win. Um, I look at a lot of businesses and sometimes I'm really good at spotting like the, the pattern that's going on, right? Take, for instance, Kevin Samuels, right? Mm -hmm. Where he wins is, for some reason, and I might might throw this out here. I look at him and I'm like, he's able to get women on the phone, have discussions with them, get them to show their face, and then also be able to uh, have the conversation. That plays into one of the 25 cognitive biases. 
it's the us versus them right it's called mm. us versus them yep. and uh that's essentially where there's an opposing force people are picking a side and i think with sometimes with uh content when i watch it some of the most successful content especially in the manosphere yeah. uh is the us versus them yeah. it doesn't Very really true. yeah Very true it's it's masculinity versus like toxic feminism if we're mm -hmm. gonna like pick a boilerplate to like pick that's typically what the narrative with yeah. a lot of this type of content mm -hmm. and you know what i would do if i were you guys I would use the tool Google Trends to find out what um, what opposing forces, and I would just quickly put them into Google Trends. Right? <laughs> we may or may not be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would put the two opposing um, forces in Google Trends, and I would start discussions like that. Like take for instance, like uh, you know, capitalism versus socialism, yeah. right? Or you know, there's so many topics of opposing forces that rarely ever get discussed. And if there was a caller to call in and talk about this thing where they can do it remote, but they can still watch the show. And I think that's where Kevin is uh, winning because it's it's remote. Yep. It's like he doesn't he doesn't have to have the people there and there's an abundance. And I think one time I was listening and a person recalled and he was like, oh, not you again. And I was like, that's so crazy. Like they call in again. Right. They come back in again. But even what you guys have going on here with your guests coming in here in person, I think that turns it up a whole nother level. Like oh, when it's like in, oh, yeah. in your face, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is going to be. People it. love, like, even though arguing women is futile, people love the fact that we expose women to uncomfortable truths. And then they kind of like use their emotions and try to uh, like argue us with emotion. And then even though, it's, you know, we all know arguing women is stupid, but the audience loves it because sometimes the women come to that realization and then how do they respond through emotion. And then it's like, it confirms many RP truths. Yep. Uh, for guys and they they enjoy it i think kevin samuels does it as well he just does it through the phone and with older women and it's hilarious because like he's basically like the equalizer for a lot of guys you know what i'm saying i've been telling these old chicks that they can't get a high value guy but now kevin does it in an eloquent manner wearing a suit and the women are actually what turning an open ear to at least hear it yeah. they might not necessarily listen but they can hear it whereas like a normal dude if you told them hey you're 40 years old buy a dog and die alone they wouldn't take that seriously. they'd be like oh you're just, you're just hurt but when he says it has a little bit more uh, power and authority because he has a platform. He's dress well dressed. He's well spoken. He's not an ugly dude. Pause. And uh, the women will will actually at least listen to him. Well, excuse me, at least hear him because listening and hearing are two different things. And we all know mm -hmm. women like to hear, but not necessarily listen a lot of the time. But them just hearing it is enough to cause that entertainment spike for people to be able to be like, oh, let's see how she reacts to this. You know what I'm saying? Buy mm -hmm. a dog and die alone. It's like with a wolf, wolf sound. So. Yeah, so that's uh, that's great points that you mentioned there, like uh, identifying. Yeah. Also, as well, um, there's a platform, right? That people seem to forget about. Uh -huh. but you use it very well, and it's Facebook. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Tell us about Facebook. You're one of the pros on Facebook, man. So, yeah. so Facebook is uh, Facebook is rather interesting. I got on that platform. Well, number one, if any social media platform pops up, get on it. Like, just the, some people had the the whole mindset of being extremely biased towards them. I'm like, why? Like, Clubhouse is a new one. We're trying to figure out. Yeah. I try. I can't get on Clubhouse. Uh, <laughs> I cause too much controversy as it, as it uh, is in my mouth. Uh, and uh, last time I got on it, um, I just for a moment, so if I can speak on Clubhouse, yeah, I find ahead. it so weird that it's like these grown men like that school. get on. Yeah, like they get on Clubhouse and like it's like a bunch of IG models. Like what y'all do is totally different. Like it's not weird, but like they ask them like, "Would you eat booty?" 
all right, would you would you lick my toes? I'm like, yo, this is weird. And I click on him. He got chains on like me. He got the money brick to his head. Like, yeah. I'm like, yo, dude come from Atlanta. I'm like, yo, this is really weird. Yeah, like, facts. grown men should not be asking questions publicly like that. Like, yeah, that's not the audio interface. It's weird, bro. <sighs> bro. Yeah, in fact, bro. we've been kicked out of a few clubhouse chats because I remember we walked in one time. We got into one chat and they were talking about uh, Kevin Samuels, a fraud. And then another one where they were talking about like, Oh, it's 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 a white man patriarchy and uh like women are suppressed. And I was like, actually you're false. We live in a gynocentric society. They immediately kicked me out for saying that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, Clubhouse is super woke, man. So we'll go ahead. Sam. <laughs> oh, yeah, they kicked us out well, right away, bro. I seen some people no put delay. Clubhouse influencer on their page, like on their Instagrams. Bro. <laughs> Red flag. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. I don't know what a clubhouse influencer is. Yeah. Um, let's hit Facebook, my bad. Facebook, yeah, let's talk about I didn't Facebook. mean to do that, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, let's talk about Facebook. Facebook is one of those platforms in which people always are, they're really underestimating it. Um, it's a beautiful platform. You got to think about it. Who's so on there? ourselves. We don't, we don't use Facebook like that. Yeah, barely. We'll admit it, yeah. That's, yeah. that's, well, we're going to get some game from Jabrizi. Yeah, from Wait, <laughs> real quick, just because uh, we've been ignoring these super chats. Frank Sonaro, uh, $5 Canadian. Uh, Jabrizi, magic drop and knowledge. Who will be the kings of social media game? Jabrizi or Fresh? <laughs> <laughs> the, answer, the answer is both. Brisk Clown, $50. What most guys don't get is that once you become high value and grow your brand, the chicks will chase you. Absolutely. Well said, well said. Well said. Big facts. Um, and then, uh, let's see. I want to make sure we don't miss anything. Ken Chris, a part of the Fresh Fifth. Shout out to Jabrizi coming back on the show. Myron and Fresh have been giving out Good, valuable content since August of 2020. Get on DMs on demand, people. Thank you so much, King Chris. Appreciate that. We got Ray J, 1499. What would be dope is if you guys had a F&F coffee shop or bar. You know what? Maybe down the road we will do that. Because uh, the night game here, like the, the nightlife industry here in Miami is very competitive, guys. You know guys, what? So. We have Both. a restaurant with hot girls serving guys. Like, 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 like Twin Peaks or something like yeah, that, or Hooters. Yeah, like a Hooters. That could be sun. Hooters, Hooters is trash, though. <laughs> uh, what else? We got? Chris, we caught up? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Jabrizi. Take it away on Facebook. Sorry about that. So uh, here's some big knowledge on Facebook. Facebook is, I mean, when you think about the two big competitors, big competitors, number one, Facebook owns Instagram. Yep. Facts. So, like, Facts. That's, that's, that's one thing. And then, uh, two, um, when we talk about Facebook, Facebook is a... Uh, the giant realistically compared to YouTube and YouTube and Facebook are, have been competing just relentlessly over the years and years and years. So people haven't even given Facebook a, a look or a chance at all. But I believe a lot of people will find a lot of success in their industry on Facebook. If they can only figure out the formatting of what they're doing. What I usually find for Facebook is uh, number one to be on Facebook. You just got to make like to make money off of it, a three minute video. That's it. Like, and it's monetizable. Like, that's not too hard. Um, and then if you're coming with, like, subject matters like you guys, mm-hmm. right, uh, there might have to be – just with the Facebook audience, I'm going to be very honest. Like, yeah. they're a little different. Like, yeah. it's it's like you can, you can be the opposing force, but you just got to make sure you're going through it about – The right way. The right way. Like, YouTube, you can be unfiltered. Yeah. There, you will lose a lot of money – by uh being truthful. being truthful yeah you will lose a lot of money being truthful i mean hell facebook doesn't even let you run dating ads i think if i'm not mistaken they, right? don't. they don't yeah they don't no yeah. no 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 because i don't and i always find that really weird um i've done some viral videos where we're just joking we're talking about like tinder or something like that right and they'll immediately kick your yeah now nope you can't you can't uh you can't do a video with a um what do they what do they call the guys that follow um a, a person when they're cheating 
Uh, yeah, no, like who's the person that they hire? Like an undercover, a PI. A PI. Yeah. yeah, you can't, you can't, no, you can't do no videos with PIs, right? Like, damn, we've monetized it all. So Facebook, Facebook is more strict, but if you can, if you got content, you're like, okay, this is a good discussion, and uh, there's it follows all the guy. I'll, I'll, I'll say like I'm talking to the viewer. If you're a person that wants to speak and make maybe a podcast like this. If you're talking to the viewer and it just happens to be PG, uh, it might do really well uh, because the discussion is where everyone's going to be got and then it's going to be shared. And Facebook is really driven off of uh, engagement where they have a share button. I went to the YouTube headquarters and made a complaint one time. I said, hey, uh, you know, the one thing that about you guys is like platform is that you have no share button. Like you can't share anything on Facebook at all. Like. I mean, on, on YouTube. Uh-huh. So, like, I mean, I share it to Facebook, and Facebook's your competitor. They don't want it. They don't want no one to see it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And then if I keep making people swipe away from my um, Instagram, Instagram's gonna be like, "Yo, I'm not sending any more people." You keep sending them over it? there. Doesn't YouTube have a share button now? Uh, they have one now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah it's like yeah, a SoundCloud yeah. button, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do now. Yeah, they do now. But you know, it did take a while for them to do it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So I'll tell you this. So if someone wanted to make money off Facebook. How would they start? Like, would they make a Facebook page and get people to like the page? Mm-hmm. Uh, would they make like, because if I'm not mistaken, you have to have a Facebook profile. Mm-hmm. Then once you have a profile, then you can build a page from that. But you can't just make a page mm-hmm. without a, a personal profile first. Am I mistaken there? Or? Yeah. What I will say is Facebook is highly competitive. It's extremely competitive. If you can do it, you'll win. If you can find a niche that no one's fulfilling, you'll win. Um, think about that guy, uh, Derek. I'll, I'll give you the requirements Derek too. Jackson, but Derek Jackson yeah. made—I know he made a lot of money on Facebook because, like, he's just—he's just saying everything that they want to hear. They want to hear. And uh, who is on Facebook? Well, let's talk about it. Single. It's uh, <laughs> there we go. It's it's it's, it's predominantly um, older stay-at-home uh, moms. Yeah. For the <laughs> Of course. <laughs> so, so yeah, and they, they they're on there like it's like Maury or like Jerry yeah. Springer, you know. This, they want to watch something, and you know, they got like some free time, and they want to just sit down and enjoy a video. Um, Yo, now, uh, so, sorry, but uh, some friends I have, uh, girls, they DM me, hey, you know, I watch your, your feuds all the time. I'm like, what? Yeah, I, I watch your live feeds about the girls and late nights. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's that's See? funny. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's sit back. Yeah, I mean, uh. Yeah, actually, yes. Uh, just a few, like one or two. Oh, okay, out, okay. Out of yeah. two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the stay-at-home mom. Stay-at-home mom is like an audience that I think people definitely forgot about. Yeah, but sure. they just never knew where they were. Yeah, like they're on TV or they're they're probably on YouTube too as well. So I'm pretty sure some stay-at-home moms watching y'all content for sure. Like yeah. just like how they're watching Kevin Samuels. Yeah, they're definitely like they're the stay-at-home mom is like a powerful video. audience. Yeah, like that is probably why. And I would say in certain industries. Like we know about CPM, right? Yeah. So if and for the viewers, if you don't know what CPM, uh, CPM means per per every thousand views, yeah. it's the, it's the increment of money that is made on each video. So CPM can fluctuate. But I'm pretty sure if I looked at the CPM on you guys' videos, there's somewhere within it's nothing, like the, dude. YouTube for YouTube, it's nothing. Oh, really? Yeah, YouTube is not that much. What I've noticed, the the high CPM is by far the pod like Anchor and spotify like podcasting like that those have like the highest cpms but you need to have a lot of listeners man speaking yeah. of anchor what speaking of anchor guys uh go ahead and listen to us on <laughs> on anchor spotify google and apple podcast yep. guys we're on all platforms chris uploads a video uh, episode every single day every morning 
so you guys can listen to us on your way to work audio and uh, obviously wear headphones guys because a lot of our stuff is not safe for work you might but, get banned yeah you might get banned so guys go ahead uh the link will be put in the chat but guys check us out we're on every single uh podcast platform right? our, our newest episode is our unplug the watchmaker so number one uh, miami right yeah yep. so check it out and uh you guys will love it bam cool sorry go ahead Jabrizi. uh so to make money on facebook there's a couple of requirements it's changed uh you have to have a Facebook page, Facebook fan page. This is very different from your personal page. Yeah. Okay. Um, for three months. Uh, and that that's if you didn't make one this year. So if you're just starting, it has to be open for three months. That's 90 days. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you have to get uh, 10,000 watch minutes. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, get 10,000 followers on there. Right. So once you've completed all of those things, now you're in the money-making stream. You can, you can compete. But at this point, you need to make content daily. Um, and that's going to be the the biggest uh, challenge right there. Uh, Facebook, I, I feel like, is more of a team game. Like, if you have a team, you're going to win if you got a team. If you don't have a team, like, you just need to be an extremely creative individual every day. When I first got on Facebook and grew my Facebook, this is one thing no one knows about me, but I literally made a video when I was, like, was I, like 19 from the 1st of January all the way into the end of December, you know, 31st, is the 31st, mm -hmm. right? Every single day, just to grow that, that thing. Cause I was like, at some point in time, it's gonna make money. Right? And were you posting like, were you, were you posting like magic tricks or what were you posting like specifically? Magic, magic tricks. tricks, right? Every yeah. single day, okay. Yeah, I was doing like, I'm gonna read your mind across the screen yeah. and uh, take this number and do that. All right, now think of a pig. Bam, super engaging content mm -hmm. then. Cause if someone on, on your phone tells you, I'm gonna read your mind, you know what I'm saying? You'll be like, what, what the, okay, I'm gonna check this out. <laughs> yeah. Is he, uh, cause I'm thinking about titties. Let's see if he catches it. And the next thing you know, it's like, you're thinking about nipples. Like, oh my god like whoa man this guy is nuts you know what i'm saying so uh but here's the thing so so with, yeah. so that's obviously like uh an awesome niche to have but like so with dating we i, I feel like me and fresh would get kicked off immediately because they'll demonetize it right? i don't think you would see and that's i don't think you guys would i don't think you guys would okay i, th I think uh hmm, the way you engineer it you won't okay the way you engineer it you won't Okay. I, I think Kevin Samuels, I don't think he'll get kicked off. Like, something tells me Kevin won't get... Like, if he just posted his content that he already has... Oh, he has a Facebook page, too, helping people get married. Really? So you know what? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I forgot that he has, like, a whole Facebook thing, too. I feel like if, yeah. if we posted our late night podcast, and we kept, like, a random... Like, we, we don't say the dating topic, we say, like, a random topic, it'll be it'll be good. Yeah, you guys have so many topics that are, like, really good yeah. and good segments. Really good segments. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we'll start doing that, man. Yeah. Because, yeah, Facebook is something that we didn't really... We'll get a clip and just post it up there. Yeah, we, we mm -hmm. didn't even really, like, go down. But sorry, go. so so you were posting every single day, like, every a magic day. trick or something like that. Yeah, so, I was going in. Yeah. Actually, do you know DDG? Um, Pontiac made DDG. He's mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember, right? He's do it. Like, that, that guy's talented, bro. He used to do three vlogs a day for a whole year. And when I say grind, that's that's a grind. Yeah, Magic vlogs guys, is by far for anyone that doesn't know about YouTube. Vlogs yeah. is by far the hardest way yo, to create YouTube content, man. Imagine doing a vlog three times a day, every day for a whole year, bro. That man made thirty plus k a month, right? Oh, for dang. That whole year. But guess what? When he finished that that year, his audience tripled, quadrupled, right? Uh -huh. So you're right. Putting that grand effort builds up an audience, and then from there you can kind of like you know what I'm saying stagger it a little bit more. But you're right. Yeah. yeah. Now, now we're growing a personal brand. I'll say this because I'm, I'm growing. I grew the Facebook. We got to making content and everything. Got the team. 
and then they got the YouTube and, and the Snapchat and uh, Snapchat. And guys, Rizzi does have money. a team, by the way. Just to let you guys know, he makes quite a bit of money. As has a how, how many people do you got on your staff? Like ten or something crazy like fifteen. This guy, 15 which people. fifteen people is a lot, bro. We yeah. on our team, we got like what us. Chris, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? We yeah. got, we got our boy, Tom, the, our YouTube guy. And then we got like, you know, freelancers that kind of help us out and out here and there. Yeah. But like, yeah, we don't got like a team like that big man. And, and I'm yeah. assuming like they all exclusively like work for you. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not like they work for other people too. Like where they freelance, like they're, they're just work for you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They just work so, for Jabrizi. That's huge. Business, man. 15 people. Yeah. Man. yeah. <laughs> Jabrizi is a business. So, uh, uh, okay. Let's hit some, I think, uh, super oh, chat. We got one. Okay. Yeah. We've got one. We'll read it real quick. Will. Okay. Uh, we got, uh, life will 999 paying dues for the value. All are bringing, uh, 27 got RP aware last fall saving hella money, no debt and smashing peace leave with virtually no monetary emotional investment. Make men great again. Well, we're said. trying, bro. We're trying. Good job, man. Um, so okay, so you grind it on Facebook, you were mm-hmm. putting videos out all the time, specific to your niche, mm-hmm. highly engaging. Um, and then how was your t- how was I guess how were you leveraging your team to make sure that you were making uh like a lot of money? Were they want were you just recording it, giving it to them, they edit it and then they post it and they scheduled everything out for you? How'd you do it? Yeah, well, uh I kind of just I kind of just like treat them like a uh like a think tank, kind of like sort of. So yeah. Put them on a payroll, treat them like a think tank, and then just try to produce as much content as we possibly can. Because, gotcha. because like the thing is, at some point in time, the the brand, like, I started as a personal brand. Mm-hmm. I really want to like try to branch off and just make that like a production company where it's like Tyler Perry, like you know what I mean, like Tyler Perry's production company. It's got my name on it, yeah. But I'm not gonna be in every movie, you right. know, like. Yeah, Tyler Perry made it, but you ain't gonna see Medea in every movie. You know what I mean? I can come in and come out whenever I feel like it. Like that's kind of how I want it to be. Um, and I also want to put other people on too, because one thing I've always had like a big dream for is like helping other people kind of get known and and grow their social media and and learn the ins and outs. So that's one thing. I, I think also like your your business efforts have to come from a place of wanting to help people. Yeah. Right. I genuinely want to be a servant to the world. Like I find myself like I'm a servant of service to people. Right. And because of my service, I make money. Right. If my service is good. Yeah. So sure. even if I help some kid jumpstart his career, like working for me, you know, hopefully that kid will turn around and if Jabrizi's ever in a, a rut, they'll yeah. help Jabrizi out. Next question, bro. Yeah. How do you make, viral videos because i, I okay. feel like you're okay with that because you do very well like i saw in south beach with stunt yeah shout out to him and that video was crazy bro so how do you how do you make viral, viral videos all right so number one um viral videos are are usually under like a couple of genres it's either going to be a comedy mm-hmm. right um well actually no a viral video can be underneath any genre just period doesn't matter yeah. at all um here's the thing it's a level of creativity that comes to it comes with it and rarity so let me just like kind of uh, rate it. It's got to be um, valuable. What's the value, right, of this whole thing? Uh, uh, like it can't be replaceable. Like so, you can't like be able to substitute this for any other video, in on online, right? So when you think about it, you have to narrow it down to saying this is a rare video that has a value to it. It's gonna make you laugh. It's gonna teach you something, right? Like I'll give you an example. I did a video on teaching people how to like um, how to get a broken key out of a door with the glue stick, right? With my mother. <laughs> like, so my mom broke a key off in the key, like in the door and I got a glue stick and we melted it with a lighter and we just stuck it there and we held it. And my mom poured some Sprite on it to cool it down. And then we just pulled it out 
bro that video is just it's it's been i don't know where it's just been going up every month that same wow. video it hasn't stopped i did that a year ago and it's still going up Damn. Um, and you make money off that video i make money off that video back in the day i made a video on how to get snapchat followers um on snapchat you have to make sure you come with uh with something that okay it doesn't have to be um this is in my notes like magic right mm -hmm. People don't care about the truth. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah. like, and that's that sounds so dark to say. No, but it's true. Though. Lord, like facts, like in this day and age, no one really cares about the actually they'll facts. suppress you if you say too much facts like we do. Hey, yeah. girls are hypergamous. What? <laughs> suppress this video. You know what Isn't I'm saying? Aaron Cleary doing a, a whole course on not telling the truth. Oh, uh, yeah. not so a course. He's gonna, a... he's gonna do a book on like uh, he basically he's gonna write a book that gives comforting lies to women and he's gonna prove. That he'll be able to sell that more than the truth. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's his. Uh, it's his like operation. Uh, I forget what the name of the operation, but it's gonna be hilarious. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's what Derek Jackson and Matthew Hussey and yeah. Dr. Phil and Oprah all all of them do. Like any mainstream media outlet, the real all these people, they make a lot of their money from lying to women, man. It's yeah. crazy because women are the consumer base. That's true. But uh, you know, it is what it is. But yeah. Wow. So okay. So going back to what we're saying, like the facts isn't necessarily always. People want to be entertained. Yeah, people just want to be entertained. Like yeah, they facts. they do not care about the facts. Um yeah. It's and funny. Even this show right now, we're only at like what five fifty? Yeah. If this had girls in here talking to them, this would be yeah. facts. That's yeah. a secret. Tits and ass. Yeah. <laughs> I always feel like when you border closer to the truth, yeah. um, you'll definitely get uh you you get you get you get less unless it's a rare truth. It's a rare truth. Like it's the first time the truth is being told. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then you're then, then it's that first footer advantage. Like when people were talking about the beer bug, I remember, and like uh, London, what London real yeah. did, a, did an episode yeah. on talking about the beer bug. Then everyone was like, "Oh, finally, it's like the truth on this." Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah. it's got to be something that's like big and never been revealed before. But if it's like a truth that's kind of been out there but underground, then it's like, yeah, yeah. And and the more familiar people get with the truth, they don't want to listen to it anymore. So that's that's the key number uh, key thing. So you can make up a truth. Online, I'm not saying I did it, uh, but I'm just saying like you could do it, and I, I'm not saying like it's profitable, but it's like it's extremely profitable to make up a truth online. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's 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 the element um, okay. of making a viral video, educating people. I would say edutainment is probably the most profitable viral thing to do. Um, so figuring out a way to convey some type of education to people um like what you guys are doing is entertainment like it's oh this is really entertaining mm -hmm. and you learn something yeah right, right? Yep. um that is the the key uh to making a viral video people have to feel like they learn something or controversy uh of course yeah, yeah. and punish bad behavior <laughs> you know what i'm saying frank castle you know yeah if it's controversy um in any category think of a niche that you want to go into mm -hmm. and then in your head say educate controversy how can you do i did that in my whole magic career and that's how i got like these viral videos i remember one video i was saying i, I said something crazy to the degree of uh this is when i was younger i love chris angel don't yeah. get me wrong so i love chris angel um but I, I said a joke in there and it was like um people say hey you remind me of that chris uh that angel guy that yeah and i was like chris angel who I'm Jabrizi the God. I made angels, right? And that video went pretty viral. It went really viral, yeah. right? So, and I would say a lot of crazy stuff in my videos mm -hmm. to just trigger people, right? Just to trigger them. Um, 
because like you got to bring attention somehow yeah. you know court attention at all costs that was in the uh, what is it the uh, 48 laws of power yeah right and i i thought like that i i still think like that to this day like if i'm going to create a brand i'm like Look, Burger King, I think they put out like some stupid statement. Tweet. Tweet. We was talked, it, yeah, we talked yeah. about yeah. that. Women I mean, should be just, in the kitchen. Women belong in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, you know like, what I said? You see what Burger King is doing? Like, they, they do something that just court the attention because who's thinking about Burger King? Really? Yeah, look, look at 6ix9ine. Yo, I was going to say, I was literally going to say 6ix9ine. Like, yeah, man. Perfect. He he had one of the best comebacks of all time. He went, he, he was facing federal prison time for racketeering charges. Then he snitched on the crew to get out and he was able to spin it. In a way to make himself a whole bunch of money. So when he was getting released, he got it released, right? Because he has asthma, uh, you know, early. Uh, and basically, before he got released, he put he bought uh, he bought the billboard uh, in Times Square. Yeah, in New York. It said, "Hey, I'm gonna release my music video Gooba on this day in May, and I'm gonna go on Instagram live." So he built crazy hype, and he didn't post anything on his Instagram the entire time he was in jail. Yeah. Until he posted the music video Gooba got. Literally, he broke YouTube a couple of times when that when that video came out. Then he went first. He went on. Uh, th- then after he did showed the video, he went on live, got two million live viewers on Instagram, which destroyed everybody's record. Troy, uh, Tory Lanez, mm-hmm. Drake, everybody. And he explained what happened with uh, with wh- why he snitched and everything else like that. Now a lot of people hate six nine. Oh, he's a snitch. Blah blah blah. But one thing you can't take away from the guy is he's a marketing genius, man. Yep. Yes. And he pushed apparel during that time. He uh, locked down the New York billboard, went on, released his music video on YouTube during the pandemic when everybody else, when he knew they would be home. Yep. And then he released uh, his album right after that and made a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. You know, it, he, wore, he he came out of jail with $20 million. And also, to add insult to injury, in the song, right? He basically, you know, when he was saying this thing. <laughs> Don't care. Say mad. Right? Yeah, he did do that. He put the rap face on his face when he did it in the music video, and everyone went bonk, bonkers. And then everybody did reaction videos to watching that music video, which put his name out there even more. So he had people doing free advertisement for his uh, comeback, guys. Speaking so, of, speaking wow. About, speaking about ads, uh, we're going to teach you how to use ads in the course. And three people just bought the course as well. Welcome, guys. see you all in the chat. Um, guys, by the way, the link is in the um, chat as well. Gives on demand system.com. Uh, so, so check it out. So. Uh, so yeah, guys, that's that's using like a, what Jabrizi was saying, like grabbing mm-hmm. attention at yeah. almost any at any cost, even if it means your life. Hey, man, it is what it is. Obviously, you want to be, uh, you know, you you could be as risk tolerant as you want to be, or risk averse you want to be. But the risk, the riskier you are, probably the more attention you're going to gain. Which six nine now pretty much needs to have life security. So <laughs> okay, um, uh, let's hit these super chats. Elijah Morton, five dollars. A social media agency would be dope for him to create. Actually, from plans to build brand as well as develop and execute campaigns. Thank you, Elijah. Great point. There you go. Oh, thank um, you. Uh, Roland Colhurst, uh, women obsessed viewers. Uh, we was we was coomers. I don't know what that means. What? What? <laughs> Roland, I don't understand. Uh, Roland. Uh, <laughs> thank you, though, uh, Mizell Nin. Five dollars. Not only Derek Jackson. You guys are forgetting Chris Perry and Ace Metaphor. These dudes are snake oil salesmen. Yeah, bro. I mean, it's easier to sell to women, and comforting lies always sell better Look, to women, man. I'm not mad at dude, bro. He's doing his thing. Yeah, Derek Jackson, you know, do your thing, bro. Uh, he's a liar, but it is what it is. Image 666 199 here to support y'all players. Hashtag the Don Marco brothers. Thank you so Boom. much, Image. There you go. Um, and then, uh, okay, we're caught back up. So we covered uh, Facebook. So, yeah. Jabrizi, uh, what about psychological um, things in videos, like, for example, like that t- trigger people, like you said? Because mm-hmm. uh, I remember I did a, a prank video, right? The Gold Digger prank back in the day. Mm-hmm. Check it out. It was on my channel for youtube fresh prince ceo yeah and the girl in the video slapped me 
right? Uh-huh. And that's never been done before on 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 YouTube for a, a gold digger prank, right? Mm-hmm. And it went on World Star, it went on Facebook, and it went viral, right? And I was like, yo, if I can do things that are like gonna gain attention and think about it, right? Mm-hmm. It's me telling her she's a gold digger, right? She can't come in my car. She's not coming with me, right? She slaps me. That's sweet revenge. So girls are like, oh yeah, take that. And but then once again, I come back and I say, you know what? It's fine. You're still losing. So basically, I I created like a, a, a atmosphere where, where, for example, I was talking to her, saying, you know, you know what? You seem cool, whatever. Uh, you know what? Nah, never mind. You're the, you're a, you're a gold digger because obviously she wanted me for my car. Mm-hmm. And then she slapped me. And I said, like, yo, that's like crazy. That's, that's like a turn of events there. So what do you think about psychological tricks you could use to like gain an audience? Well, you know what's great? You said something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you spotted a pattern that has never been done before. Mm-hmm. So it's either seeing what's consistently being done that's working currently or something that hasn't been done at all that you have a hutch that will be the first thing to ever be done. So if your gold digger prank was the first time a woman's ever slapped a man over a gold digger prank, yeah, I could see why they did successful. And I could see why if it's only one video out there that, that happened, that would be the video that you want to watch. Right. right? Um, so what I would like to advise people to do is look at the market and see things that have not been done before. They can be triggering things or they could be good things. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes something beautiful happening. Really, at the end of the day, we're all storytellers. So you can play on people's morality, mm-hmm. right? Or they're uh, really all you're ever playing on is people's sense of morality. Yeah, that's, that's really yep. it. Yep. So like, was it moral for her to smack you over this car is the question, right? Now some say yes, some said no. Some say yes, some said yeah. And that's a conflicting thing. Yep. But at the end of the day, that's where you always want to kind of like put things in a good or bad thing or heart touching. Mm. I find heart touching stories to be way better. Way better. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes heart touching things, people really underestimate the, the ability of taking a brand and doing something heart touching with it. Right. And it, it's all about how it affects, I want to say, one person. Like if you're gonna do something heart touching, do it to one person, one person versus a group of people, or if you're gonna do it to a group of people, consolidate it. Um, it just goes over people's heads. There's a lot of psychological tips. I advise people to the 25 cognitive biases to go ahead and take a look at that. Uh, the reason I say that is because it's so underused in business, and the 25 cognitive biases are something they even do when they're you're at an auction. You ever go to an auction, and what do they offer you for free? Um, alcohol. Oh, go to go to Las Vegas. They offer you alcohol. Like the twenty five cognitive biases are all around the casinos. This is it's not an accident why they're so successful. And I I like to also tell people this: like success is not an accident. Play it's a drink good. for free, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The real. only one that's getting lucky is the person who's walking into the casino. But the casino is never lucky, right? right? Because they're using all those biases against you left and right social proof look how many people are inside the social proof is one of those things too as well and i think that's a big one if you're a person who's a, like who doesn't have a massive following yeah. you know one thing i used to do back in the day to kind of um make people think i was more popular than i really was this tell is us. like back on a hell tell us 100 subscribers tell us tell us. i would uh i would go do magic right like for i would find like a big group of people in chicago yeah. and i go to them and i do a trick and then uh and I'd be like, yo, y'all, y'all came with people. Knowing damn well they did come with people, right? So, <laughs> like, I would approach people like, hey, real quick, could y'all just, could y'all all just get together and shout out my YouTube channel, right? Yeah. And then, and then, like, they'd be behind me. And I'd be like, all right, one, two, three, jump crazy. Yeah. And, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because right? really what you want. Perception. You want, you want the perception. You have to do it. 
I said this all Perception time. is everything. For example, a small YouTuber coming up, bro, real talk, people would rather watch a person has 10,000 uh, subscribers rather than a person that has 100, 100 subs, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you bridge that gap between the guy that already started before me to where I'm at right now? And it's perception. So if you perceive that that guy, mm-hmm. right, like Graham Stephan, right? He's a YouTuber in LA. He does like real estate videos and also like um he does, um you know, money videos. When he first started, he said, look, I was, I was actually concerned because I'm a new YouTuber and mm-hmm. my videos got hardly any views. So what did I do? He even said in his, his, uh, his course, I legit bought views so that it wouldn't seem a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. About, yeah. 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 So, so it wouldn't seem that I was a small time YouTuber, but guess what? He, he was putting also as well, good content out. So what happened was people were seeing good content and the views like, Oh, this person's somebody to follow. Mm-hmm. And he amassed a huge following from that perception. Mm-hmm. So guys, Perception is everything. If you could could be perceived in a higher value, you can get a bigger audience. Here's the thing with this camera and everything. I'm, and this is coming from a magician's point of view. Yeah. These cameras here, these are tools that can be used for all types of um, manipulation. Yeah. And here's the thing. I, I remember when I was younger, I would always go out on the street and I would do videos. And hey, everybody, I'm just gonna. I put these disclaimers everywhere, but um. The videos that people think they see online sometimes they believe that they're all genuine yeah right yeah and i'm like they're, they're not they're not because like if you ever go into a tv set like for a guy who's on youtube and a guy who's on a television production company mm-hmm. the television like the television production company understands the value of time yeah. where the guy who's just on youtube does not right the average joe who's like i just want to start like i want to go out and go do pranks and this and that yeah they he doesn't understand the value of time nope until he runs into a businessman who really does. Mm-hmm. And when you see people are staging things online, they're not doing it because they can really do it. They're doing it to save time. Now, what I will say is this, if you're going to start something in which um, is, is a business, uh, be aware that people could be staging things and then also be aware that you can stage things too as well. Hey, I just, I tell people this open and uh, wholeheartedly because I'm like, you're, you're, you're in a competition space where some people are willing to get dirty right and Yo. and and i'm like if you're not willing to get dirty then you ain't willing to win you you about to lose cuz there's no way you're going to compete against a guy who's doing everything to win yo jabrizi i my first go digger prank bro i spent 4 hours waiting for girls to come and give me that reaction and then i, I was like bro it took me 4 hours to film one video right mm-hmm. and i had to wait for a girl to pop up at lamborghini and say oh you know what now i'm good and then get that trigger reaction where you know what you know what yo this is my car right here dude you know how many girls passed me i was like 50 girls passed me uh-huh. and only three only three only two of them actually came out with that, with that reaction right mm-hmm. so that was four hours but then i realized how are these guys doing this every single day this is impossible then i realized all these gold digger pranks are staged mm-hmm. i was like holy smokes when i realized that well that shit i'm about to go do it myself I, I i got i got the girl did it Bro, went viral because guess what? The time, bro, the time I can spend doing it real, mm-hmm. it might take forever. But if I can stage that reaction, and it's still real because it does happen, but that time that, that I, I did it in that period of time, I could do 10 videos. Exactly. So yeah. it's like, bro. Fresh is giving you guys some secret sauce yeah. on prank channels right now. Yeah. You know and, why, yeah. though? The, uh, the girls pass by and not even want to talk to the guy in the car because girls hate taking L's, you know? No, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they, and they I, say guy, like, oh fuck it, I don't want to talk to him because he might he might say no to me. And yeah. I want to say this real quick on on YouTube, guys. Like you guys got to understand when Graham Stephen was doing that, like buying subs and everything like that. That was at a different time. 
I highly suggest for you guys that are trying to get on YouTube now, don't, don't do that. Yeah, don't no. do that don't, now. Don't, don't do, do that, that now. now. No. no. Do not do it that screw right you now, up. guys. That will mess you up so bad. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, so The lesson here is raise your perception. It doesn't mean you yeah. should buy shit. I'm just saying raise your perception so that, like, the reason you get people to show, show them out uh, in, in a big group, that's perception. Uh, maybe you need to go ahead and, you know, uh, pay somebody to give you a shout out. That's perception. Yeah. So whatever it, it, it is, is about getting high perception even at a small level, because guess what? Once again, would you rather follow somebody with a million followers or 10,000? Yeah. The one well, I'll tell you guys this right now on YouTube. Do not, and I mean, do not pay for anything on YouTube as far as like views, subscribers, anything like that. Don't. It will destroy you. Yep. Because mm-hmm. YouTube algorithm is already designed for you to fail. So if you do that, You're it's going to mess you up. Yep. Now, with that said, in our course on Instagram, however, yep. we do teach you guys two different ways. You can either do the organic growth or you can do the paid route. And we give you guys the plus and negatives of both. both. And how to use both in a way where if you're going to do the paid way, teach you how to do it in a way that isn't going to destroy your account, yep. to make you shadow ban. Cause a lot of people mess up. They do some dumb stuff. They'll get like, they'll buy a hundred thousand followers, whatever it is like that. Yep. And we go over the nuances in DMS on demand in, in intimate detail on which people to use, which people to not use uh, all that stuff, guys. So we talk about that in DMS on demand in the de- explicit detail, which we talk about in a module. Then we talk about it in the zoom call and we will cover it again in uh, the five zoom calls that we have on there so uh dms on demand system.com yeah. uh yeah and guess what girls once again they perceive things in a whole different way facts so once again a girl's life is perception guys why do you think yeah. she takes pictures of her food yeah she's at a restaurant that she knows she damn well can't afford yeah when you, you know dm a girl right who's she gonna respond to the guy with the most uh how uh, would say aesthetic page and with the most followers so if you if you got 100 followers bro what's she gonna respond to you versus you got 10k, 10K followers so guys the perception is everything Thanks. Yeah. So. I, I will say this uh, with uh, having a bunch of followers, especially when I don't know if it's just me, but you should always ask for a girl's number before you ask for Instagram. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I, I don't know why it is. They always think that, like you're using it like you, you use it like all the time to do that. Yeah. I, I found it better to walk like they walk themselves into that. Yeah. They find it themselves. They find it themselves. Yeah. They find out themselves. As, that's when that's when you're really winning. I didn't know you had that many followers. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. It's always better when people just stumble into something right. versus like it's brought up. Because for my in my situation, mm-hmm. I have way too many at this point. <laughs> so like every girl is said is a move. Like mm-hmm. it's like a like oh it's a chess move. I see what you're doing. All right, right. check me. Yeah. Like you know, like that's it. Yeah, but yeah. it's better when um when they kind of naturally discover it. So I I find the number route to go great. And then uh, I think at one point I wasn't following any girls. I wasn't following anybody. I was just like testing something out and uh, what ended up happening was uh, since I didn't fo- follow this girl, she got upset. She's like, you're not following me. And I was like, well, do you want to follow or do you want to get to know each other? And then she said, good point. So uh, like if you're a person who's not following anybody, that's a good, that's a good line right there. Yeah. Dude, that's, yeah. that's, there that, that's pretty dope. Yeah. There you go. All right, bro. Real quick. How important is it networking with other content creators when you're uh, coming up? Uh, to network with people is actually quite important because mm-hmm. for me, Let's take, for instance, like um, there's really I, I never OK. Collaborating with people is hard because if one person is doing their own thing, another person doing their own thing and they're very similar, mm-hmm. it's going to be some conflict in time and interest. Yeah. But let's take, for instance, if you just know them off the bat and they live close in your proximity, this person can like when you're ready to go the business route and maybe they can help you on a business venture, a venture, this can be a business partner. Yeah. Um, networking may not be good for the immediate um short term term. 
But for the long term, when you need to gather up allies and you know they're strong, mm-hmm. oh, it's good to know. It's really good to know yep. because uh, I want the strongest of the soldiers. I don't want the weakest. I want the, the the best of the warriors. You know, I want the lions mm-hmm. and I need to know who the lions are. So one day when I'm ready to go ahead and rally them up and really do some damage. Yeah. Those are the first guys I'm calling. Yep. Yeah. That's good to know. So that's that's where and that's where you're gonna make a lot of money. The second you find out a big crazy way of making money online, mm-hmm. those guys are to be should be the first people you call. Boom. There you, you have go. The drive. So talking about money, right? I know you have something up your sleeve as well, because you know. Oh man. Uh, Jabrizi is the master of magic, oh, black magic. <laughs> no pun intended. So could you show us your uh, your your trick up your sleeve? Oh Jabrizi. man, he ready to see it. Y'all man, don't even know. Yo, hey, real talk, right? <laughs> He did his prank yes this uh this trick yesterday, right? And I'm like, bro, the girls went crazy. The girls were like going, Oh my god, I can pay for my car now. Which is on uh Patreon that video, guys, because uh yeah. one of the girls made a comment that is not YouTube safe, so uh, we had to put it up. Patreon. Guys, we're gonna keep it up. Dude, real talk. Facts, we're gonna keep it up, but the video was gonna be up, but she said this thing that was bruh. What that dude, she she said Oh, it was before you came in. We'll tell you off. The girl here. in the white jacket said I, I can't say it, but yeah, bro. We were just like that ruined the whole oh, video. No. Oh, that ruined the whole video, bro. Literally. Wait, was it like, was it like, was it, was it like, was it because it was yes. R-rated or was like, yes. that was just, should never yes. be it was R-rated, S. everything S, X-rated. Yeah. It was, she uh, said the abominable, the yeah. worst thing. No, not, yeah, no, it was no bueno, but uh, all right, yeah. let's do the magic trick. Boom. <laughs> all right, yeah. Can't wait, there it is. All right, so, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's check this out, all right? So, I'm looking closely this time. All right, he's like, he looks close. He's full, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, gonna use so this look, one. look, we have here. A dollar. Yep. There you go. I'm mm-hmm. watching it. Look, guys. I see a Is dollar it? right here. <laughs> you can't fool me this time, man. A dollar's right here, all right? Her hand into Myron. No, tell you, you take it, Myron. Okay. Is this my dollar from yesterday that I lost? Because I gave her my dollar. And I, took it and I never gave it back, bro. <laughs> that is it. That yeah. is it. This is a dollar. <laughs> a dollar. <laughs> I got this back. Okay, go ahead. All right. Here we go. So check it out. Watch. I'm going to take this dollar. I'm going to give it a fold. Nothing funny. In fact, I'm going to do this over again for the camera right here. Watch. Let me get a fold. Watch. I can confirm it as a dollar because it is my dollar. I want it back. All right. All right. Here we go. I'm going to go ahead and show that one last time. I'm going to fold it. All right. Cameraman, keep it right here. Here we go. Fold it once. All right. You can see. Yeah. Still a dollar. Fold it again. All right. Now look, if I do this, somebody got everybody got a super chat. I, I got to see everybody super chat. Here we go. Check it out. Watch. Give it a flip. Squeeze. Press. Bruh! What the there's fuck? no way. What? What the? And it changes. Yo, I swear, into... dude. I watched the whole thing. Yo, it's a 4K too. What? What the? Bro. Dollar bill. Where's the dollar? Here you go. What? Hey, that's mine, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, oh, yo. I'll say this. Yo. Every time Jabizi comes on a set, I make, I make 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that. Holy oh, smokes, bro. Man. Yeah, hold that up for the camera, bro, so they can see it. Guys, this is crazy, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude. Man. Uh, what fresh. The- <laughs> hey, that's mine, bro. You owe it to me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> dinner tonight. Uh, that's uh, there. We go, um, dude. What else do we have left here? 
See, I don't even know what to ask super now. Chat. Like, <laughs> uh, no, so transition bro. to Super Chats, bro. Okay, besides Marquette, Marquette, one of your best guests, yeah, shout out to uh, Marquette, man. Oh, thank you. And uh, yep. Jabri's uh, part of the fam now, bro. Yep. We're talking to him to come to my, uh, again, a, a spot out here in Miami. Uh, what was that, Chris? Uh, this one. I don't know if it's read already. Oh, no, I haven't read it yet. Um, James, uh, you're a Safi, $10. If you were forced to pick only one platform to grow your brand with, which would it be and why? I'd love to hear all your opinions on this. I'm currently working on elevating my fitness brand. Okay. Yo, that's an excellent mm-hmm. question. It is. Um, I'll go first and fresh, then we'll get, let Jabrizi finish it. Yep. Uh, I say YouTube. And the reason why I say YouTube is because YouTube is a search engine, number one. Number two, uh, I agree with Jabrizi 100% that the spoken word in video is very powerful. Uh, people are able to identify and build a connection with you more when they can hear your voice, see you moving, doing all this stupid stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's mm-hmm. way more intimate than, like, Instagram. Instagram is all picture. If you're a girl, mm-hmm. you know, Instagram is probably going to be better for you because girls just move in the algorithm better with Instagram, bro. Like, you got to show some ass pics. You're trying to promote your OnlyFans. Cool. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But for men trying to build a business, the spoken word and video charisma can be beat. And the fact that YouTube is the number one search engine after Google you know what I'm saying? I, I go YouTube all the way. Yeah. Chris, what do you say? Yeah, normally I would say Instagram, but for growth and getting actual real clients in real time, I would say YouTube because but YouTube, like you said, it's it's a search engine. Also, as well, when you add value on YouTube, right? What happens is you're building up an audience that's gonna follow you from the very beginning, and that's powerful for your branding. So I would say YouTube. I would say uh he's this is for a fitness business, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you pull wanna, the question up I, just so that I, people can see what we're answering? Genuinely, I'm Please. balancing between these two, saying Facebook and TikTok. Mm. Okay. Why do I Let's say do one of these two? I say Facebook because if he's just trying to teach people how to work out and then potentially get clients, yeah. right? I feel like there's a bunch of older people whom um, probably are more concerned with their weight on yeah. there, on that app. You're right. That maybe want to make a change. And then TikTok, because I don't think you have to make a TikTok account to actually use TikTok. That's that's why I say that. And also because it's good for brand awareness. Okay. Like, look at like how you get a million views easy on TikTok. You ain't got to be nobody that's on true. TikTok. You could just like, um, old girl that came in here yesterday, I came in with, yeah. like, she posted one video right now sitting at 2 million views. Like she only has three videos up. Now I, I help her put up one. And, like that was it. I feel like TikTok is good because there's a low barrier of entry to get on TikTok. Facts. So I just feel like a lot of growth. Yeah. To get to these like people who need like to make health decisions. Yeah. TikTok might be great for them. It's about how they angle the content though. Right. Um, to them. So if they give them like some candy, 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 jab, jab, hook, right? Like they might, they might do good. That's just a theory. That's a theory. I think I think YouTube is good for the long term. Yeah. Like for people to find your content over the course of time and also yeah. trying to drive those uh drive your SEO up. Yeah. YouTube is a good place. And I, I will say this because I'm I, you know, I was a fitness YouTuber first, guys, and I will tell you that the fitness industry is uh saturated on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I like the strategy that the Jabrizi gave with with TikTok. So what you could do is you could use the TikTok to like get that organic growth and then funnel them back to your YouTube. And the other thing too, uh James, as far being as far as like being a fitness coach. Uh, you need a niche, dude. Like that's uh, like going back to what Jabrizi said. His first tip is you need a niche in the fitness industry. You one thousand percent need a niche, whether it's CrossFit, fasting, keto, the keto, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Like uh, me personally, I use an evidence-based approach. So like when I, if you guys watch my fitness videos, I put studies in every single one of my things. Like why intermittent fasting isn't special, why keto diets aren't special, whatever it is. Or like I, I but I use an evidence-based lens on everything, and I put the studies in there. That's a little bit of a harder niche to do, but 
you know, I found I, you know, I, I base my principles on integrity and telling people the truth when it comes to fitness. I apply RP lens to fitness. So see how I was able to brand that and use, you know, integrity to my benefit. Now I ain't gonna get as many sales as like some of these dudes like Kino Body and everybody else, but at least people know when I'm giving you the advice, I'm telling you the truth because I can't necessarily make money telling you certain things. So it depends on what you want to do, but I would say you definitely 100% need a niche when you're in fitness, and then you use that niche to drive your marketing strategy. And I think TikTok is a fantastic way to start because it's organic growth, and you can like pretty much put a link tree there so people can find you on YouTube. You know, you know what I like to say because he actually said something that was so deep. I don't even think he realized that he's I, he's this guy said a fitness business, mm-hmm. but then you just got like so deep with it. You said huh. CrossFit, you mm-hmm. said like keto, like I like I really peep game on that because I was like, yo, I I just heard business like fitness business, but like it's so many sectors of fitness. There are yeah. Now what I would do if I was this guy was just figure out the one that has the lowest competition mm-hmm. and this and that, and then get right in that bad boy. Google Trends. Yep. Yeah. Boom. Real talk. I'm about to give you some free game, dude. Uh, do group fitness with your girl and and focus on training women. There you go. That's that that's gonna that's gonna be a fantastic market, bro. Because women are easier to sell to. A lot of them are fat, especially if you live in the United States. Let's keep it a stack. The average woman is about five foot three and 170 pounds, and so they are obese. Yep, and quarantined. So I'm not being hateful or anything. These are statistical numbers. And um, if you have a girl that's attractive, that kind of has the look that you want, she'll be a fantastic partner to help you start like some kind of group fitness with women. And guess what? Mm. They're all on Facebook waiting for your help. So there's a free game for you right there. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And fitness isn't going to get thwarted in in Facebook. So you'll be able to use all avenues appropriately. So there's a free Mm -hmm. game for you, my friend. Oh, it's Christian Oh, okay. It's a girl, Jabrizi. Do you have a girlfriend? And I like your chains. Where did you get them? Okay. Oh, oh, she wants some. Oh. She wants some Jabrizi. Like, you know what I'm saying? Some black magic, <laughs> man. Yeah. Oh, wow. The dark wow. magician. I have, a, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> the lie no. detector determined. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, nigga. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. Damn. Myron, nope. Damn. He had to hit the button on me, man. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. But if, if you're trying to be one, go ahead, slide in my DMs. Boom, oh, where I get go. the chains from? Uh, gift, gift, and I got this one for myself. Um, uh, GLD, GLD. These aren't real. These aren't real chains. I just yeah. wear them. Yeah. There you go. I'm not about to be captured. Shoot, shoot your shot, baby girl. There you go. Jabrizi on Instagram. He has a blue check, so you better have like some hot pictures, son. He ain't gonna see you in all the other DMs. <laughs> so. Uh, anti-gravity five dollars. What's the best way to target uh stay-at-home moms for a chocolate company? Create mom support group on FB, then sell to them, etc. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's chocolate. a unique one. I I, like- you know what's crazy? Mm-hmm. I think chocolate is a is a is a great um subject. And in fact, I, why don't you make chocolate decor? Like that is so so um mm. it's so versatile. Like like I would go on YouTube and make a bunch of fun chocolate sculptures maybe teach people some cool stuff they can do at home and at the same time advertise your chocolate um that's a niche who's out here doing chocolate art bro like (laughs) no one and it's so easy to do like molding chocolate is not hard like you can go buy the stuff at like uh at a michael's you know they they even know you can mold chocolate bro yeah it's super easy and you light it up because i have a trouble lighting this dude up right here (laughs) (laughs) at the time we're late on the show Bro, half the time we're late on the show, it's because I'm lighting up fresh. Listen, man, and, are... and, and let me also implement this too to yeah, everyone yeah. who's trying to start a business. Um, number one, uh, just use your phone. Just use your phone. Yeah. Like to start off, 
Like, yeah. I I know Fresh and Fit, they didn't they didn't got it hooked up in here, man. If I was in here, bro, y'all be seeing it. It's crazy. Like, it's camera there, camera there, camera there, camera there, camera there, camera there. And like, we're going to get some kickout cams for you guys as well very soon. Don't worry. Oh, Boom. So when nasty. I kick chicks out, you guys will be able to see it. Yep. Oh, this is going to be nasty. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. This oh, is no. Fresh and Fit. Bam! You know oh. what I'm saying? Well, I mean, he's 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 gonna do it. Not, not me. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, well they they okay. Well, <laughs> hey, um, you can be like them, and that is cool. That is really cool because I think that's gonna be super entertaining. I can't wait to see when that happens yeah. right there. That, yeah. Let me know when that shit happens. Yeah, hey, y'all gotta see these clips. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, you'll probably be here, bro. When we're doing it, like, yeah, uh, Debris, you want to see a magic trick? I'm gonna show you a magic. Trick. Get the fuck out for a castle time. You know what I'm saying? Um. But I, I think uh, uh, it's, it's super easy to do and use your phone. Um, your phone is probably the best tool alive right now. Like they make these phones like better and better. And that's all I've ever used Facts. my, my uh, for the yeah. last three years of my magic career. I just use my phone. Bro, you know, it's funny. Like the biggest creators I've seen use their iPhone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, if, if that isn't telling you it's all about content, not really so much about i mean obviously there's some level of like quality that needs to be there mm-hmm. but the iphone nowadays has very good quality and the thing is once you're consistently put on content consistency breeds success so if you, you if you Facts. have trouble using um you know a big camera you it may take three days to do a video we can do it one day with your phone mm-hmm. use your phone 100 percent. exactly let me also say something too please um when when people think about it yeah. uh okay you guys this podcast i don't actually watch it i listen to it Mm. okay as much like as beautiful as these videos look oh my god they're gorgeous like i I listen to it though i like i put on my headphones i go about my day i'm driving i'm like doing something and i'm listening to you guys' podcast so it's it's the weirdest thing and even with the phone you'll see videos that were filmed on a phone right like ever like remember back in the day when they would get on you for filming like this yeah yeah. like they're like no you got to hold it like this right but people be filming like this now this is like the way everyone films yeah right um and you'll see more videos with higher amounts of views just on the internet in general no matter where you go look at tiktok a great example everyone films on their phone right and it's because it's relatable yeah it's relatable and you want to be more relatable if anything if you're going on like if you're predominantly focusing on video here like a podcast like this this is like audio based right so people really come here to listen to the discussion because so there's not like an educational thing going on where this person with the chocolate company can be showing you you know what i mean well, so they can yeah. show you how to make a chocolate sculpture yeah. you know we're here like it's the discussion that's stimulating you not what you're seeing yeah i will say though i had a phone call earlier today right uh one of our uh subscribers and he was saying um basically like bro i'm a, I'm a photographer here in florida I, I i'm a big photographer here and i love your content but what i do is while i'm editing, editing my videos i play your podcast and I listen to it Mm-hmm. But then Myron says something crazy, and then it goes react. I'm like, wait, what? Are, what's the reaction? And you look at a video. So you're right. People listen to it for audio, mm-hmm. but then when it gets spicy and gets like hot, they're like, oh shit, let me let me look at my phone. Well, go what's on going YouTube. on? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And and you know, somebody out. I'm about to watch. And, yeah. I, and, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm glad. Um, go, ahead, go ahead. Sorry, Chris. Um, I've been um, uploading the uh, shows um, we have late night on Anchor, mm-hmm. and they seem to be hit with most people. So. Yeah, um, and, and guys, I I got to give credit to Chris on this because we we knew we needed to get on the podcast platform. Yeah, uh, and we start we made our anchor account and everything like that. But then Chris was telling me that he spoke with a lot of people and he was they were telling him, "Hey, we listen to the podcast mostly." And that's when yeah. I realized, like, oh, because a lot of people don't have YouTube red. Yeah, they don't. That a lot of people just have regular YouTube. And bro, let's keep it a stack. Most people hate ads. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The YouTube mm-hmm. ads are annoying. So what they do is they'll want to get uh listen to it 
like pretty much maybe with only one ad on Anchor. We purposely don't put many ads on Anchor, guys. Maybe we put like one or two at no, most. two is the max. Two is the max. You know what I mean? We don't want to kill. And we don't put it in the beginning. We put it like way in the middle, right? Yeah, so like after you've already been listening for like 45 minutes to an hour. And a lot of people enjoy listening it to a more on their way in because a lot of people don't have a YouTube red where they can minimize it and it stops. So, uh, guys, we're going to keep giving you guys the heat so you guys can listen to us on Spotify, Apple, uh, Anchor. Uh, we're even on Buzzsprout. We're on we're on pretty much every platform. Google, iHeartRadio, everything, guys. Search Fresh and Fit Podcast. Not them other niggas, bro, that are bums. <laughs> not, not them. Fresh and Fit with the with the little thing in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Not those other losers. Fresh and Fit Miami. Yeah, Fresh and Fit Miami. Uh, we got Wait. some super chats. Let's hit them real quick. Uh, Rebel Evolution, DKK, $50. Uh, $50 I think that's $5 US. Ask him, is it Jabrizi, uh, if, he's, if he uses demons to swap the bill? If so... He better not travel to countries like Dubai. Okay. <laughs> Use demons to swap the bill. Yeah. Why gotta be working with demons? Why yeah. can't I be working with Jesus? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh Jabrizi, I just checked your IG. I see you live here in Vegas too. I might need your help, man, but I don't see a website. How can I get in touch with you? I have a really cool idea for my YouTube. I'm 100 percent sure it's gonna blow up if executed right. Oh, how can he reach you? Oh, dude. Just, uh, I got my phone. Thank you for the support. Go ahead, Jabrizi. I got my phone right here, sir. DM me. Tell me that you watch me on the Fresh and Fit podcast, and I will get to you. I check the DMs all the time. I check them. I, I try my best to, like, go through there. So, Asian and, girl, you better be yeah. hot. Because if you don't respond, <laughs> he leaves you on C. You already know what time it is. <laughs> for Kirsten earlier, that was shooting her shot with you. Hey, she was shooting. She was shooting. Yeah, she was it's shooting okay, for girl. sure. I think I think, I think he DM us too, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try to find you, bro. All right. So, yeah. uh, what else do we? Uh, we got a show coming up. Soon. Oh yeah, that's true. We, we're gonna close this. And one And we're up. gonna have Jabrizi with us on the show as yep. well, guys. So stay so Jabrizi, tuned right here, Jabrizi. Where can the people find? We're gonna find you, bro. Please. Oh, you guys can find me at Jabrizi on Instagram, or you can go to jabrizi.com. That's my website, and you can email me there. I think I think my manager's email is there, so I don't think you'll be able to get in contact with me. But DM me on Instagram. That's my personal. Instagram. I'm the only one looking at that. And I go through it all the time, try to find like who's there and keep up with all the conversations going on there. And we met Jabrizi through Instagram, guys. So yep. it, the power of Instagram is real. We it's teach powerful. you guys this on DMs on a man, DMs on a man system.com. But for Jabrizi, guys, it's spelled J Juliet India Bravo Romeo India Zulu Yankee, guys. Okay? On the screen. For the people that are listening to us, uh, you know, on Anchor, or whatever, he's uh, that's his Instagram handle. You also have a YouTube channel too. Yes. That has a lot, a huge following. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Jabrizi Magic. That's it. There you go. I, go. Yeah, I have not posted on there in so long. I have, but I'm going to get back to it. We're going to travel around the world doing magic. I'm already planning that. Boom. All right. Awesome, man. So, uh, guys, thank you so much for the support, man. We'll be back uh, here in like an hour and a half, an hour, hour, an hour and a half or so. Yeah. I, I'm going to jump on the end of game podcast with Lucario and them in a bit. And then, uh, yeah, guys, we'll catch you guys. Thank you so much. We appreciate all the love. We'll see you guys for a late night podcast. Peace. Peace.